Today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2018, and you're listening to the official VIEW News Podcast. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. And this episode is sponsored by VIEW Mastery. Do you find yourself often looking up VIEW syntax on the API docs? I know I did this a great deal before I started memorizing the syntax. A few weeks ago, Greg and I put together the ultimate VIEW.js cheat sheet with the most common syntax at your fingertips. I have a copy right here on my desktop. You hear it? There it is. Yep, and you can head over to viewmastery.com to get your copy. Next.js hit 1.0 on Monday. This is the framework that sits on top of you and makes it simple to build web apps with no build config to write. It has better stability, performance, and is ready for production. So there's no reason not to use this as a starting point for your next view app. Assuming you need all the libraries that are built into it, yeah. So... What's next for Nuxt? <laughs> well, past 1.0, they're going to be working on improving the documentation, increasing the release rate, improving the performance, adding more TypeScript support, amongst many other things. Our friend Anthony Gore from the View Developers blog just released his Full Stack Vue.js 2 and Laravel 5 book. It's great to see more books released on Vue. The more the merrier. Yeah, it's available on Packet Publishing for just 45 bucks. Let's play a game. I'll say an acronym and you tell me what it stands for. All right, go ahead. S-O-C. Separation of concern? Good. How about S-F-C? Oh, that's an easy one. Single file component. You're on a roll. How about S-R-C? Like source, like image tag source? Uh, no, not exactly. This actually stands for single responsibility principle. Scott Molinari has a Medium article where he touches on all these terms while exploring different perspectives on templating and view. Check it out. If you need to convince your boss it's time to migrate your existing front-end JavaScript not written in Vue.js to one that indeed is written in Vue.js, <laughs> Mike Fogg wrote up a great blog post detailing how GroundSignal, the company he works for, decided to move from their old front-end framework, Reactive.js, which was great for their MVP, minimum viable product, <laughs> to something better. They evaluated both React and Vue, even taking time to start coding and migrating using both of them to see what they learned. And so why did they end up choosing Vue? What makes you think they chose Vue? Well, this is a View News podcast, so I don't think you would have brought it up if they didn't choose it. They chose React. You're kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, they chose Vue. <laughs> Some of the reasons include not having to recode everything in JSX. They could use their existing JavaScript and SCSS linting. Vuex and Vue Router were easy to implement, and it took just hours to get up and running. Type ahead components are a great UX feature for your app. This is like in Google search where you start typing and it gives you a list of suggested search terms you might be typing. It's a great feature if you're implementing search or if you need to predictively fill out forms. In this Medium article, Yoram Kronosky breaks down the anatomy of a single file view component that watches a search input field and then fetches a list of potential keywords you can select from. If you ever need to implement this and want a simple solution, check it out. Today I learned all about Rollup as an alternative to Webpack. So like Webpack, it's taking your different JavaScript modules and probably putting them into a single bundle? Right. And from what I've read, Webpack is a better fit for apps, while Rollup is generally a better fit for libraries. You might have a library with lots of different JavaScript files and different directories to keep your code organized. If you run it through Rollup, you can get it all rolled up into one file using ES6 modules. Ah, instead of the CommonJS module format. Right. Rollup also has tree shaking, which means when you compile your code, it'll exclude unused exports from your bundles. Only including functions that your code actually is using and leaving out all the extra lines of code that you're not. That's awesome. I bring it all up to let you know about Billy, a new library created by Egoist, which uses Rollup under the hood to easily bundle your JavaScript files without the need to write any configuration. 
Recently, the Vue.js team released an update that allows templates to be used for functional components. Functional components are like a diet version of a regular Vue component. They run faster because they're stateless. They have no lifecycle methods, and they are instanceless. But you can still pass props into them. Oh, interesting. So why would you use one? Well, a few reasons. So you can just use a Vue template engine, or as a wrapper component to delegate to the proper child components. Like if you have a list and each item needs to be rendered by a different child component, you can just pass the props through. Oh, but doesn't this only work with Vue Loader? It looks that way, but fortunately, Danny Hedrick wrote a quick function to compile templates and make them useful for functional components. You can check it out on his new Medium post. Tell me some variables that you should never check into your Git repo. Uh, well, definitely no passwords and no API keys. <laughs> right. So when you go to deploy into production, how do you get those keys into production? Well, you could set them as environmental variables on your production server. Right. But what if you're using something like Heroku? Well, then you're screwed. <laughs> right, not, not really. It just gets a little tricky, which is why I was happy to see an article by Obaseki Nosa this week on accessing Heroku config variables in your Vue Webpack app. He walks through how to add your secret variables, like your passwords, and how to get Heroku to run a post-install npm build command before it deploys. If your front-end app is using authentication, you'll likely want to change what is visible to the user based on their role or permissions. Right, like maybe I can edit my posts, but I can't edit your posts. Exactly, but managing permissions in a front-end app can sometimes be messy. Castle is a small library for managing user permissions simply. Anthony Gore has a tutorial up on ViewDevelopers.com that walks you through how to use it with Vue. You've been listening to the official View News Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week to catch the latest news in the View community. And if you want to get all these stories delivered direct to your inbox, make sure to subscribe to the official View Newsletter. Or just surf on over to news.viewjs.org to see links to all the stories we mentioned.